What's up? This is Johnny Tacos. Before I start this episode, I want to say thank you to the men at Bone Ministry for taking their time uh, to share their testimony. You know, men who ride uh, Harleys or any type of a chopper usually get the uh, bad impression because of, uh, you know, the way they look, um, the way they act, um, you know, they, the way they drive, you know, they drive with a, a, a pride in, in their, um, in their bike. Uh, you know, they come in with, uh, you know, leather, um, leather jackets or, um, or you'll see, uh, you see their name on their vest and, you know, yes, there, there are the stereotype of a biker and there are some bikers that are like the stereotype, but bone ministry is a different type of rebel. You know, they are more like the ultimate rebel himself, Jesus Christ. And they're there. It's a, it's a brotherhood. It's a family of men and it was my honor to interview uh these men uh, that took their time uh away from worship uh to say a few words of encouragement in their testimony so sit back uh relax enjoy the show thank you again to rooster um who um is one of the uh founding founders of uh bone ministry uh showing his uh testimony and how bone ministry came up i want to thank all uh the the men who uh took their testimony uh high tower um hot rod jay um i want to thank them personally for uh coming in i want to thank uh stash for um keeping up and with scheduling and uh giving me the their their intro music which you're about to hear as well as uh the motorcycle sounds that you hear revving up so i just want to say a quick prayer and then i'll start the show lord please bless my listeners uh, open their hearts to listen to these um, gentlemen's story, their testimony of how good your grace is. Lord, I want to bless Bone Ministry and and their uh, their trips to not only become a brotherhood of of no excuses, but to to go out and um, praise your name and. Bring people closer to to you, Lord. Um, I pray for this podcast to, you know, to go up and spread your gospel uh, through the ears of people all over the world. In your mighty name, amen. Thank you. Uh, Also, uh, if you like this content, please like, share, subscribe, um, and... I pay for most mostly everything on this podcast, so uh, donations are accepted if you would like to have a uh, donation or to be a sponsor. Uh, please visit me at the Johnny Taco Show on Facebook, and we can go from there. Again, I want to thank you all for uh, coming on this special, and this is Bone Ministry. This is the Johnny Taco Show.
All right. So we are here with the founder, the president, Rooster here. So we'll get a little bit of the backstory of Bone. So how did this come along? Or tell me what what brought it up from, from when it started to now. Well, about 12 years ago, um, I had fallen away from Christ. I was born and raised in church, and uh, I uh, stepped away from God as my children were younger, and uh, when I fell away, I was uh, at the point and verge of losing my family, and uh, I was pretty much gone, and when I was home, I was not even sleeping in my room. I would sleep upstairs, and um, I had a brother in Christ that uh, would come over and uh, talk to me on Wednesdays. He would take time out of his day at work, and he would come over and continue, and he would not give up. Because my father-in-law and my in-laws and my parents and, of course, my wife and everybody would um, try to talk with me, but I I didn't want to hear it. I was rebellious. I was overwhelmed with the cares of life and... um, but this brother continued, continued to push, and kept presenting the words of Christ. And I finally got to a point of being so miserable in my sin and miserable where I was in my, what I would say, would say walk, wasn't even a walk, I'd walked away. I, um, I finally said, you know what, I know what Scripture says. Even though I don't feel it in my heart, I'm just going to be obedient to what his word says. And when I did that, I came back home. I did the things that I knew that I was supposed to do as a dad, as a husband, as a father. I did all those things out of obedience. And um, before too long, I wasn't just doing it to be obedient. I was doing it because of the change that was taking place in my heart because I stepped out on faith even though I didn't feel it. And that lasted um, for over a year, and that was probably towards the end of 2010 because I had been away for a year and a half, two years of not walking with God. And then um, another brother um, gave me a motorcycle, and uh, I fixed the motorcycle, and we started to ride. I've been riding since I was 14 years old, and before long— by 2011, uh, me and three other people decided to go on a trip up to Colorado. And by that time, God had continued to work on me and begin to go through the process of restoration and um, change me to a point where I was back home. I was the dad I needed to be. I was the husband that I needed to be, the brother that I needed to be. And uh, on this trip, we had plans to go a certain route but it got thwarted due to snow in september and uh we had to take a different route and on this route which was not planned we pulled along the road outside of lake city colorado and we overlooked lake san cristobal and it was right there that it was just a very very spiritual moment for me knowing what I had been going through, what I put people through. And then in my spirit, I looked up. We were on a curve, and I looked up at the road coming down the mountain, and I remember vividly God saying, there are more men out there that are going through what you went through. And then this word was given to me, and that word was bone. I didn't know what it meant, just bone. So... I shared it with the three other guys. We began talking about it. We eventually came home, and we started a Bible study. And uh, from that Bible study went from us four, the first four, um, to seven, seven people regularly continuing on every single Wednesday night studying Scripture, riding motorcycles. So we had seven charter members, and that word bone, through several confirmations, grew to be the Brotherhood of No Excuses. And um, that's how it started, very abbreviated, a whole lot more to that. But that is how God works. He can take our ashes 
and our dust and our mistakes and turn them into something that glorifies him because that's all the bone actually is. That's very highlighted. So how many chapters do you have at the moment? Right now we have um, the original chapter, which is here in Waxahachie. We have one out in Fort Worth, and then we have one It's in um, Houston area. It's a smaller a smaller group um, of just a couple of people right now, but we're hoping that they continue to grow. And with, with this, um, what does it intake with the, the ministry? Do y'all do, you do every Wednesday? Um, do you do like a group events, uh, evangelists? Do you go out and evangelize and, and minister to um, people from all over the, the country, uh, not country, but um, all over. Wherever we go. Yeah, wherever you go. Our, our catchphrase is riding the road to reach and restore men, and that's what we do. We meet um, as this chapter here. We meet every Wednesday night um, for what we call chapel. The last Wednesday night of every month, we actually have a biker service where it's opened up not to just men, but it's open up to families and friends or whoever wants to come to our biker service, a full-blown biker service, live music, so forth and so on. But our normal weekly chapels here is just open to men. And um, being open to men, it gives the men an opportunity to be able to share. So what we talk about in that room stays in that room, and it's focused towards um, holding the men accountable, discipleship, and, and spiritual growth, and living life together so it's not even really focused on motorcycles although that is the tool that god gave us to reach men because as we go out and travel and do trips without fail every time we stop we don't even have to go to people they come to us and say hey where are y'all going what's going on that doesn't happen when you're in a car but it happens literally 100 percent of the time that we go and stop people will come to us so it gives us an opportunity to pray, to talk, to minister to people uh, at every single stop that we do. So do you um, do you go to those big uh, event, events like Sturgis and all that? And Yeah, we, we, we traveled to various different um, uh, rallies. The biggest one that we go to every single year, of course, is the Lone Star Rally here in Galveston since we're here in Texas. But um, we do travel to different ones or some in different states we'll travel to. That is that is something that we do and enjoy, and it uh, also opens up doors to meet others as well. So absolutely. And, uh, and how do uh, other bikers um see y'all when y'all come up there and you start to minister is it a little touch and go sometimes um it can be just depending on who it is that you're interacting with but i would say that the vast majority of the time everyone seems to be um um, neutral about everything so there's not really any issues um what's what's interesting is a lot of the rallies there are not always just bikers there there's just normal people that are interested in well so those people will come and also talk. But well, we've never had any, really, any run-ins, and that's not what we're about um, at all. So if there is any issues, then we'll just go ahead and move on and move on our way. So uh, the stereotype of a biker, is, that's what it is. It's, it's just a stereotype. A lot of people are just lost, and they need to be found in the one way that you think, hey, how can I – tell them about Jesus other than to ride with them Mm -hmm. because Jesus rode, um, well not rode, but actually walked with sinners. He, he lived in the life of sinners trying to show them the way instead of just, uh, basking in the, the main Christian. Is that, is that your goal is to ride with the sinners and, um, try to get them back into their, to the flock? Here's, here's what's a little bit different about our, our group than a lot of other ones as far as being a motorcycle ministry. If you recall my short testimony, it was about um, restoration. And the reason that I fell out of where I should have been is because I really had no support system. I really didn't have that to keep me on the straight and narrow because as a man, we are a target. The devil wants to take us out of the out of the family, out of the home, and, and he wants to destroy families. So our primary directive 
is to hold our brotherhood accountable. That's number one. That's the way the ministry started was to is to disciple one another, hold each other accountable, and and just move forward. From that, in our individual and as a group, in our in our daily lives, we reach out and minister. Perhaps the biggest thing in our ministry is the fact that we are a biblical brotherhood. So we are opened up to whomever God puts in our path. You don't have to be a motorcycle rider to even be a member of our group. Um, we have a, a support type of membership for that. We are here to meet who God puts in our path that we can help along the way as as a man that's struggling, just just like I was. I wasn't riding motorcycles in. Why he used motorcycles as a tool, I don't know. I love it because I love motorcycles. I've been riding forever. But it's not even really about the motorcycle. It's about the man in the family. So it it's a it's a group to um, strength like iron sharpens iron, 100%. and it strengthens strengthens the pastoral because the man is the pastor of the family. Mm-hmm. So your your ministries uh, tighten that bond up and and get that going. Correct. That is absolutely correct. We focus on the men. Of course, the women naturally are involved indirectly because of we focus on the men. We, we, we do things to bring them in. But the goal is to make us better husbands, better fathers, better brothers, better sons. All that is our goal, to do that, and that's what we focus on. And our biggest series of teaching is to get to know him, Jesus Christ. And the best way to know him is to talk about him. And, and that's how we disciple and hold each other accountable, which also includes um, the not-so-fun stuff, which is uh, discipline and literally holding people accountable. That can be very, very difficult because our goal is to be a, a, a true family. We are not looking for members, and that's not what our goal. We're looking to minister. And if God places someone in, in our path and they feel like I really need this, they go through a, a, a process because not only do they say they need bone, bone needs them as well if they are a fit. So as they are going through the process of, of checking us out and we're checking them out, there are standards that we do and understand that they will be held accountable to those biblical standards. And um, it's just a way to live life together. We don't want temporary members. We're looking to live life together. I mean, we all say, because we're only 11 years old, we all say we are going to bury each other when the time comes is we literally want to live life together as a biblical group of men. So your your ministry, like you said, it's a family-driven. So, you know, they're, they're your brothers. Your brothers are down on their luck. If they're, they're struggling with addictions or they're, or they're thinking about, you know, suicide or mm-hmm. something like that, you have that bond uh, together, you know, to, to help each other during those times and needs and that you feel comfortable and uh, opening up to your brother. Because we live in a world where men have to be men. You know, we, we can't open up or, or we're, we're called sissies or we're called something else. You know, uh, we live in a world where, uh, where us men, we're, we're, we're supposed to be wired, hardened, and we do not have a place to, to go. And you're saying that bone is that place for brothers who want to be, uh, closer to, to Christ, but also to be a part of the family, be a, be a part of, uh something that's been going on for you said 11 years Mm -hmm. so uh what do you what do you think the future has for for bone i I see personally i i see me beginning to hand the reins of bone over to some of the younger folks because i'm i'm not old but i'm getting older i want to get into more of the teaching aspect but i see bone continuing to grow just because it's not it's not mine it's not theirs. It's it's God called it, and if I had more time, I would share uh, exactly the ways that He have confirmed, and I might have an opportunity later to do that. Confirm that what this ministry is about, and that is, there are more men out there that are going through what you're going through, 
Here's a way of holding them accountable. Here's a way to help them through that from small issues that that are maybe private for some to large issues such as addictions, whether it be drugs or, or sexual or whatever it is. Um, we have someone in our group that has probably gone through it that can help. We have a very, very wide array. Our, our, our newest, youngest member at one point was 15 years old. Um, he's now... 25 going on 26 but um all the way up into uh close to the middle 80s so a wide range of experience and a wide range of uh uh, different types of jobs so we've got all kinds of men and we don't you don't have to ride to be a part of a family a biblical brotherhood of pointing each other to christ in all aspects to make our families stronger our community stronger our lives stronger because, as you know, as a man, um, Scripture is not incorrect when he says, uh, narrow is the way, if you will find it, broad is the way that leads to destruction, and we want to keep people on the straight and narrow. Amen, amen. So, and y'all have um, merchandise that you sell to help uh, build your ministry up, correct? Yes. And I'll have that. Uh, located at the at the info corner so if they wanted to get a hat or a shirt or you know several other things but uh you have a website mm-hmm. and it shows a lot of your um does it show any of your past uh, messages or um it's got some things on there it needs to, it needs to be updated we just got to a point where we're starting to record it. a lot of our series i'm not the only teacher we actually have a teaching team used to be always me when we were smaller, but now we're much larger. Um, so we've got things categorized, <clears throat> uh, teaching team. We have uh, a breaking bread team that takes care of the food because we feed every Wednesday night as well. Um, but some of those messages are on there. There's pictures on there, but we can probably get some and post some more that, that, that needs to be posted. But we're creating a library. Some of it, to be honest with you, we won't because it's a subject that is needed for some specific men that we address and, and may or may not be appropriate. So what what if there's a a brother who's who lives in Arkansas? We'll just say Arkansas because that's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Arkansas that says, you know what, this this ministry sounds like it's something that needs to be done in Arkansas. Is there a strenuous kind of uh, of like question questionnaires and and or do they have to come over here and and you know see a couple of uh, Wednesdays to check it out? And I, I, I do believe that, and we have been contacted in the past. I think it really depends on the situation. We have a group of men that are more than willing to go and meet. We can meet halfway. We can meet that location. They can come here. Whatever actually works best for them. But it is definitely going to require a face to face convo and an understanding and working through to create something all about creating it because I think what we have here has has changed the lives of a lot of men including myself I, I take it very personal because I know that it is what's keeping me on the straight and narrow because I don't know about you um, my flesh fights and wars against everything that there is and if I didn't have bone it's just too easy a lot of times when we're by ourselves, we're not very strong. Um, but we have someone every single week on and on and meeting, getting together, and hold accountability. It's much, much easier to do that. And now, here are some testimonies from the Brothers of Bone Ministry. So sit back, listen to the worship music in the background, and listen to a couple of scriptures that Rooster had spoken in uh, one of his services. So please uh, sit back and relax. Hello, I'm Hightower. Um, Where was I before Bone? I was a believer in Christ, but not a follower. I believed I was a good guy, and 
I, I wasn't a bad guy, but I wasn't following the instructions that we were given. And uh, it took a, a lot of hard things for me to come to that reality that I needed to get where I needed to be. And uh, by hard things is kind of how I met Bone. Southpaw, which is a friend of mine before I knew about Bone, uh, approached me at, uh, to come to my daughter's memorial. So I lost my daughter in 2017, and I have a memorial every year uh, just to bring all the friends and family together. And he asked if he could come and bring his, his brothers, not knowing exactly what his brothers meant. Uh, said, of course, come. And uh, we meet on the where she had her accident. And this particular time, uh, all the friends and family had pretty much assembled. And there's probably 25 to 30 of us. And we're getting ready for our annual uh, memorial. And then the bikes start rolling in. And the emotion, the, the thunder of the bikes and all these big biker guys park on the side of the road each of them get off and give you a, a hug and tell you they love you and it was amazing it was, it was really a, a big deal So after the memorial, Rooster asked me if I'd like to join them on Wednesday nights for a Bible study. And I uh, thought, wow, this is, this is really it. This is what I need to do. So I joined uh, Bone every Wednesday night for two years. And I uh, had no idea what a motorcycle club was or a motorcycle ministry. But... Uh, became an, uh, immediately adopted by these guys, and the love and uh, brotherhood was uh, a huge attraction to what I needed in my life. So after uh, about two years, last September, I become a member. Uh, after being a hangaround for a little over a year and then a disciple for a little while, I started walking down the, the path that I, where I needed to be to become a full patch member. And uh, in that, uh, all the good things have come, come to my life. I mean, uh, before, my wife and I did not go to church. Like I said, we believed we were good people, but we weren't really following the path. Uh, part of being in Bone is that you have to be a member of a church. So, uh, my wife and I discussed it, and we decided that we would start visiting churches until we found us a church home. And uh, through that, we now have a church home, and uh, we visit our church every every Sunday. It has changed not only how we're living, but our, just our relationship with each other, how we treat each other and how we treat other people. And that, that alone is tremendous. And uh, then I think of, you know, all this was because of bone. I mean, the, seeing these men and seeing how they lived their life and hearing their testimonies about how they lived their life and the places they had been made me feel like, that. okay, there's, there's hope for me. I'm no worse than them. I'm no better than them. I'm just like these guys. And they're showing me, God has put me here to show me this is how I need to live my life. And he's given me the men to surround me and love me and bring me along to where I need to be. There's a song um, to the table. Talks about a, a guy taking his seat at the table, and that every time I think about coming to Bone, that's the song that comes in my, in my mind. Um,
beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters and God said let there be light and there was light the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the waters it said, let there be light, and there was light. Now, last Easter, as I was going over this, there is another passage of Scripture, actually the New Testament, that's very similar to this. Most of you, if you study, you know that John 1 has starts off with the exact same three words, in the beginning, right? If you study, you should know that. But he showed me some more that I want to bring to you, because Genesis 1, 1 through 3, for the first time in my life, I see that it is a picture. I'm not saying theologically it's a picture, but to me it's a picture of the coming of Jesus Christ the Messiah in a way that just totally blows my mind. So in John 1, 1 and 5, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Guess what? All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. There's a little hint of creation there, right? He made everything. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So if I were to put these together, I could say that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were created by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Hello, everybody. I'm Tommy Boy with the Bone Motorcycle Ministry. I've been with Bone about four years. And prior to Bone, I'm actually an electrician. And the first time I heard about Bone was out at Stagecoach Cowboy Church. I was doing the electrical on the rodeo arena out there, putting new lights up. And a guy rode up on a real nice big Harley and pulled up beside my work van and I said wow that's beautiful well he invited me to bone and I didn't go that time I kept putting it off and a neighbor moved in up the road from me actually bought my mother-in-law's house and he was a member of bone and saw his new Harley so he invited me so that's how I got here once I came to the first bone meeting I didn't want to find nothing else to do but come here on Wednesday night I saw a bunch of men that love other men and we're here to serve God reach other men for Christ and second or third meeting I came back I just kept coming and enjoying what I saw I got to hear God's word preached and I got to hear praise and worship songs that we could sing along with and have the words on the screen and the men, the first time I walked in one of these meetings, everybody in there got up and gave me a big old hug. And I knew I was in the right place. So I kept coming back and I got through my hang around period, became a disciple for six months. After my discipleship, they accepted me as a full, full member. 
And one thing I'll tell you how it changed my life was when my grandchildren at home, I would go see my grandchildren and they'd come visit me. And I used to jump onto them all the time for messing with things in the living room they knew they shouldn't be messing with. And I'd yell at them. I used to really get mad at them. You know better than that. Well, after Bone got in my life and I got to digging into God's Word every Wednesday night with these brothers, it changed my life the way I treat other people and realized that I need love in my heart. And my grandchildren, when they come to me and say, Papa, how come you don't get as mad as you used to? You're different. And brother, that put cold chills on me. I realized that God was working in my life. And when President of Bone Rooster asked me after I become a full member if I would start bringing some messages and start preaching about all once or two, probably once every two or three months. And I remember the first time I got up to talk about God in front of these brothers, I was a nervous wreck. But they loved me and they knew I would they lifted me up and they supported me, and I really enjoyed bringing God's word to our brothers. Uh, we have a meal every Wednesday night. We try to reach brothers that are out there that are hurting. They might be a Christian, but they're outside of their walk with Christ. So we try to bring them in here and love on them and and get them to hear God's word and listen to some praise and worship songs with us. We love riding our bikes. We do have members that don't even own a bike, but they're men that need Christ, and we're here for them. Uh, they go in their cars usually when they follow us, and we go on trips to Colorado. We're going to Tennessee, the Smoky Mountains this year, and I'm excited about it. While we're on the road, we try to reach men for Christ. They see all of our bikes, and they walk up to us and ask us where we're from. They want to know about what we're doing, and we explain it to them and try to give them a track about God's Word. But God has uh, worked really good in my life and has changed my life through because of the bone ministry. And I'm just blessed to have this opportunity to be with them. him and love him and worship him then go and do a bunch of things to make yourself feel better about yourself or to make others feel good about you
inanimate things that are just absolute evil that if we get close to or get involved in, it's going to bring us down and potentially, probably, most likely going to cause us to sin or fall into darkness. We don't want to have anything to do with that. Here I can to say that you're my God. You're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. Lord, we thank you so much. Lord, we all right. Uh, I, I guess I'm going to... My name's Hot Rod, and uh, I'm a member of Bone Motorcycle Ministry, and, and uh, I'm, I'm going to start with uh, the early part, part of my testimony. So I was raised in church, and uh, my mom had us in church, in the church house, pretty much every time the doors were open. And uh, I was even in church when the door wasn't open. Mama had keys to the church, so she had us up there cleaning church, you know, so I was in there every time it was open. And I was a pretty good kid till uh till I was about twelve or thirteen and then uh then I came down with a bad case of little man syndrome. You know, that's where you uh I thought I was a man and I and uh I was still just a boy. And uh and that that's that it that didn't turn out well. Anyways it uh so I started rebelling against my parents and the teachers and Authorities, God, pretty much everything, or rebelled against everything, full, full out. You know, pretty much everything you're not supposed to do or can't be done. That's what I did, and, and, and uh, all that, all that way of living like that gave me a sense of pride and ego that that, that drove me into a way of life that many hadn't or didn't survive. So, so I got like. 35 years uh, of drugs and alcohol abuse. In uh, 15 of those 35 years, I was a member of an outlaw motorcycle club, and it just got worse from there. And, and all this brought me to, uh, to a dark place, a real dark place, deep depression, and, and, uh, all the way to minutes from taking my own life. And, and uh, <coughs> excuse me. And, uh, so God, God reached out. God got a hold of me, and uh, so thankful that He loves me. He went out and loved myself, and He sent down a a fire run through me, and and uh, like I ain't never felt before, and, and never experienced. And a brother of mine told me later, a bone brother of mine told me later when I was telling my testimony that. Uh, Said that's called a uh, baptism of fire, and uh, and it was. And uh, and I'm thankful that he did get a hold of me. Or I wouldn't be sitting here right now. So, anyways, uh, I heard about Bone through uh, a Bone brother of mine, Tommy Boy, reached out to uh, to a mutual friend of ours, and and uh, and it invited me to come to. Wednesday Chapel, Bone Chapel, and, and uh, I, that was back in uh, 2018, and, and uh, I've been coming ever since. And uh, Bone means a lot to me. It's uh, so I need to be a part of something that's bigger than me, and and uh, and I need brothers to hold me accountable. And the fellowship with my brothers is very very important to me as well, and. And uh, and the impact Bones had on my life is uh, it has it has many it's it's impacted my life in many many ways. And first off, so when God got a hold hold of me, I surrendered, you know, to Him because I I mean I was I was done with life and. And uh, so I, I surrendered myself to Jesus fully because that's the only thing that give me comfort, peace, you know. So so I seeked his face uh, 
all day, every day, pretty much all day, every day, and he showed me a lot of things. So be- before, before all that, I knew everything. You know what I mean? Up till I was 48 years old, I knew everything. And so I've been learning a whole new way, a better way since then. And, and uh, yeah, and he, he continues to show me, show me things too. And, and uh, so a- after all, after a couple of years of seeking them, and, you know, having that peace and having joy and showing me all these things, I still had an emptiness in, in, uh, inside of me, and I prayed and prayed for him to take that away from me. And, and he did. He showed me bone. That's what I was missing, all that club life from having brothers and, and then nothing. You know, it, it was, uh, I needed that. You know, so he let me go through all that to get to this point. It's, I was chasing the wrong things, you know. Pretty awesome. God's good. He's he's restored. Everything is good. He's restored. Pretty awesome. says and this is the judgment light has come into the world Jesus Christ and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil for everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works be exposed so guys check yourselves do you find yourself enjoying things of the darkness more than you enjoy the things of the light. And if you find yourself, be truthful. You don't have to answer to me, but be true to yourself. Do you find yourself desiring things that are ungodly, vulgar, immoral, not healthy, just bad things? Or do you prefer to be drawn to him? Because it absolutely makes a difference. Let me give you an example.
Hi, my name is Jonathan Barnes. I'm uh, a Bone member. They also call me Jay. I have been a Bone member since 2011. And the reason why I've been a Bone member so long is that I actually am the son of Rooster. And before Bone, I was um, obviously a kid and kind of grew up watching Rooster and uh, following his footsteps. But in 2009, 2010, whenever he had a falling away, I was had the opportunity to kind of step up and fill some uh, roles or gaps in our family's life. And when he returned and was fully restored, I was able to see the amazing impact God had in his life and our family's life and watch Bone birth from the very beginning from four men to become seven. So I was a charter member back in 2011. Um, I was 13 at the time, didn't ride a motorcycle, but I was hungry to learn more, to grow and have positive male influences in my life. I had made a whole lot of mistakes, but the goal of my membership in Bone was to watch and hear from men who had had um, pitfalls and traps and um, issues in their lives, and I could hopefully learn and avoid some of those same mistakes that they made. So I didn't necessarily hear about Bone from anyone other than my dad. He invited me out um, on a Wednesday night to attend a Bible study with four other men, men that I had known, um, some well, some not very well, but I came to realize that they were my brothers. For me, uh, Bone has had a tremendous impact that I can see each and every day. I am an active member. I'm constantly involved, whether it's behind the scenes or up front teaching on Wednesday night. Um, it's had an impact on my my parents, my sister, and now uh, being married to my wife. She is an avid supporter of Bone. She encourages me to attend and contribute as much as possible, and she's seen the impact it's had on me since we've been married, as well as the impact on several men in, um, in our lives. Bone is truly a biblical brotherhood. It's something very unique because unlike a lot of Bible studies or church groups. It is a diverse group of men, um, young, old, educated, um, street smart, those that make a lot of money, those that don't. Um, it's all walks of life. And what's unique about that is that no matter who you are or where you've been in this life, there's someone here that can relate to you or can experience uh, what you've gone through. And in my own life, I've seen um, so many men come and express themselves be able to be open and honest and have no fear of rejection or gossip. They can truly open up their hearts and share with a, a group of men and um, believers and truly develop a biblical brotherhood. With regards to what the future holds, I'd say that my goal is to um, continue to serve in bone, to um, spread the good news about God and, and hopefully encourage others and serve as a foundation or a basis for other people's biblical brotherhood. Um, Bone is not about numbers or quantity. It's really about the quality of the men. And our saying is riding the the road to reach and restore. And I just taught a few weeks ago about what that means. And um, riding to reach and restore requires three things. That means you go, you contact, and you invest. And that's what we're all about. We're not just a Wednesday night group. We're not just a a riding club or a motorcycle group. We're a biblical brotherhood that's trying our best to live through through this life together because no man or woman or family or person on earth is strong enough to make it through life on their own. You can look at the life of Jesus. He he was perfect. He was God. But even himself surrounded him with 12 other men to help support him, um, encourage him, and, and to teach them. So that's exactly what we're doing. There's no man out there, regardless of your spiritual awareness or strength or knowledge or experience Um, you need other people to come alongside you hold you accountable with truth and honesty and really be there to be as a a source to lift you up and to call you out when you need to be called out so my goal in the next coming years with bone is not necessarily grow numbers but to grow the quality of the men here and have a profound impact on the lives of families our community and hopefully you know one day the world but uh, i think Quantity comes with quality, and that's kind of the goal right now, is to have a positive impact on the guys here each and every week we meet, and to go out into the community, and then to invest.
All right, that's the show. For any information on Bone Ministry, you can go to Bone Ministry on their Facebook page. You can also go to their website, www.boneministry.com. Um, I want to thank uh, the guys at Bone again for taking their time on uh, this project. This project is a really dear and near to my heart. Uh, God has told me to speak out and help further ministries um, to, to reach out to new listeners, which uh, I want to thank you, uh, new listeners, for coming up, listening to this show. Uh, you are awesome. And if you thought you were coming on the Johnny Taco Show to get a recipe, I'm sorry, but this is the only food you get is from Jesus Christ. You know what? I am not sorry because that should be enough substance for your soul to eat away and enjoy 
the fruits of our Lord. And for all the listeners that listen to me every day, you are the sauce on top of my taco that I eat on a regular basis. And again, if you would like to subscribe or uh, sponsor my podcast, please visit me at the Johnny Taco Show on, on Facebook. Or you can email me at Johnny Tacos Podcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for coming up on here. You guys are awesome. The Lord is awesome. And I would like to take us out in a prayer. Lord, thank you for an awesome show. Learning testimonies from my brothers of Bone Ministry. Lord, please bless each and every one of them and their families. And please protect them on their rides for you, Lord. Because you are the one thing that matters above all. Lord, thank you for the churches to come and listen and help us teach the word uh, that you had scripted. Lord, with your mighty name, I say, amen. All right, let's uh, rock and roll with the the outro. This is Johnny Tacos saying, do not have a good day. Have yourself a great day. Take care. You know, I love you. Love you. <laughs> oh, no, it's coming back. Ah. Bye.